Did someone say design challenge time? Ooh, yes. I cannot wait to see what these girls make with from these recycled materials and may even get a surprise from all this art. Plus, we are talking to the beautiful and phenomenally talented Anita Wiglet. So stay tuned. Forever. Dog. Manila. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. (laughs) Welcome to The Chop with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Let's chop it up. Now, last week, Coco Jumbo went home putting myself ahead with four queens and Latrice with three girls in our last queen standing fantasy draft. So I cannot wait to see if I manage to stay ahead a little later on. Mm-hmm. And of course, we will be hopping into that big old pouch to see if any of our kangaroo pouch cards showed up in this week's episode. But before we get into this episode, let's phone up our friend Courtney Act for a little Courtney Act's Australian Facts. Welcome back to Courtney Axe Australian Facts. Today I want to talk about the Australian coat of arms. It features a shield held in place by an emu and a kangaroo, which weren't just chosen because they're cute Australian animals or because they're both cuts of meat you can buy at the supermarket, but because, in fact, neither the emu or the kangaroo can walk or hop backwards, symbolising that Australia is always moving forward. When I was in high school... My school's coat of arms featured an ibis, which is a bird that we commonly refer to as a bin chicken because it can be seen rummaging through the bins at lunchtime. So I'm not quite sure what that suggests our school's hope was for all of us students. But anyway, I think I turned out all right. (laughs) (laughs) Courtney, I think you turned out pretty good too, especially for rummaging through bins. Yeah, but something that caught my attention and concern is that you can go to a grocery store and pick up emu and kangaroo meat. Hell yeah, bitch. Oh, no, no. I don't want that. No? Why? It probably tastes good. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. I don't want to eat Have you ever had like an ostrich burger? Uh Uh-uh. Well, it's like a ostrich is like a red meat. It's very lean and it tastes kind of like hamburger. So I can only imagine that emu, which is like another large bird, also, it probably tastes really delicious, like a big Thanksgiving turkey. Wow. I don't know. No? Okay. I, I don't what know. What about kangaroo? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. No? No. Not a, kangaroo, not a kangaroo sausage patty? Oh, no. That seems... That doesn't seem right. <laughs> <laughs> Is kangaroo equivalent to the cow, or like equivalent to a cow over here? Like, they just... I would say, like, maybe like a deer. I would See, say I don't eat like deer meat either. Like, when See, I, I don't was want in... none of that stuff. They like, like I, mm, I don't feel mm. bad about Bambi and stuff like that. Well, but Bambi know. tastes really I good. Like, I don't like um, what do you call it? Um, the iron, the gamey meat. Oh, that, that yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that, the gamey, yeah. the gamey flavor. 
Oh, well, anyway. Well, all well, right. Well, thanks, thanks for those little facts. Uh, yeah, thanks for those facts. I didn't even, well, I, I don't even, the coat of arms must be like an Australian or British thing. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking like, when she said coat of arms, I'm thinking like a coat with, with sleeves. No. <laughs> no. I'm I all like, it's is it a ruffle? <laughs> I, I was like, a coat, a coat with emus on it, a coat with kangaroo. No, it's like their patch, their symbol of mm, what mm, they're, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, like Hufflepuff or. or <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hufflepuff or Gryffindor. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Well, thanks, Courtney Axe. <laughs> well, it's our fourth episode of Down Under, and it is now time for Down Under Speed Limit. Producer Joseph Start the timer, please. These queens are back in the workroom after Coco Jumbo's elimination, and they are going hard on Electroshock. Speaking of hard, how hard do you think it was for the pit crew to push that big box of junk into the workroom? Oh, my God. Must have been pretty top-heavy, as we were all surprised that not only would the queens have to make something out of all of this junk, but... Also, that Art Simone is now back in the competition, baby. Mm, Gagging! Learning the reason behind this means absolutely nothing. And the queens snatched their junk with their new haircuts. Did anyone else see that? But they get ready to sew and hot glue in some cases. Rue joins the workroom to chat with the queens about their creations. And we all learn that Anita Wiglet is in the Navy. In the Navy. Plus, we get a heart-to-heart conversation from um, from et cetera, et cetera, about identifying as non-binary. Speaking of heart, we saw plenty of heart on the runway as the queens trotted down in their best junk design challenge drag. Art Simone came back pretty in pink while her head was stuck in a Barbie's dream house. Ketamine was stuck in the McDonald's ball pit. Electroshock was all tied up. And Scarlett Adams came ready for her picnic. But in the end, it was Anita Wiglet and Karen from Finance who had to lip sync to I Begin to Wonder by Danny Minogue. And just like the song, I began to wonder, honey. But in the end, Anita Wiglet was sent home. Mm, And that's your Down Under Speed Limit. (laughs) There's a lot that happened in this episode. First of all, I gotta say, Art Simone is back. So I got four again. I just want to go back on record Ah. and say. (laughs) (laughs) So that means I got four. We we back on, you know, the same. Uh I know. I know. I know. I'm not too happy about this. (laughs) How have the tides have changed between. Yes, darling. Yes. So you were complaining last week. Who knew? Who knew? I did. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, like, all the queens are gagged now. Now, like, the competition is back on. Oh, girl, they're gagged and mad. Mm-hmm. Gagged. Like, there was not a warm welcome <laughs> at all. It was very chilly. Coming back into the workroom for her. Yes. But she was unfazed, honey. She was unfazed. She knew she came, what she came to do, honey. Yes. And I, uh, it seems like Art Simone was ready for a design challenge because it seems like she's very crafty. That's what she did. And she has she very do. high concept. So all the girls should be shaking in their thigh-high boots, honey. Favorite. 
So what's this about? What's this about? Like their haircuts? It looked like everyone just got fresh cut. Like they all like the barber came in. It it looked like it. It looked like they were like, "Oh, you've been on quarantine for three and a half weeks. Maybe it's time for to give you a little haircut, kids." Maybe. I I remember on our season, we uh, Carmen Carrera would would come in and and with her clipper and and give us all haircuts on her days. Oh, she cut hair like that. I mean, I don't think she is like a licensed beautician, but we we made it work. All right, you know, like when you're in that workroom, like you're there for like weeks. That's true. You know, this is true. But yeah, everyone looks nice and fresh, ready for Art Simone to come back and slay. (laughs) What about Anita Wiglet in the Navy? Oh, yeah. I I wasn't ready for that, but now that I see it, I can see her. <laughs> yes, on a, on a, a submarine with a bunch mm-hmm. of semen. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and that smile. Can you just see her on the, on, yeah. the, on the front of the ship, just smiling? <laughs> In her little, like, sailor outfit? I live. I bet, yeah, the, the, aren't their outfits cute, though? Their Navy outfits are kind of cute. I, I don't know. Well, we... We have Anita Wiglet here on the show today, so we'll have to ask her to send us pictures. <laughs> yeah, I'm so here for it. Yes! The I love the design challenges. Me too, especially when it's out of shit, like out of crafts and shit. Like, you gotta really make it something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and you know what it really reveals? Taste level. Yes, 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 yes. 100% taste level. You see where every girl's aesthetic is, and you're like, oh, okay, that's what you do. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. If you're yeah. left to your own devices, which you are, this is what you do. Okay. So, I, yeah, I got, you know, I have to say, like, they had some pretty good junk in that. Yeah, they did. Because they had some good I stuff. was surprised that the girls were able to come out with like fully realized looks. Like, like, okay, let's go, let's go through some of our looks. Like, you know, like, Obviously, Art Simone is very talented with, like, creating things because she yeah. made that outfit, that little, like, hot pink Marie Antoinette it moment. Looks, it looks ready. It doesn't look like it was made out of any junk. No. It looks like it that's what, yeah. But, like, I saw, like, she was making that, those uh, penier hoop skirts right, out of, like. out of those foam. Out, out of those, floaties. like, pool, pool floaties. Yeah. So work, bitch. Ketamine, uh, you know, like sometimes when you go into those trash bins, like you might find a few things, but not enough to make an entire outfit out of it. But ketamine right. came out with those, with a fully realized head to toe ball pit look. Yeah. Now, that didn't work for LaShawn Beyond when she tried to do the balls uh, on the runway, but uh, she got away with it. So Ketamine definitely did, did pull it off, I have to say. Like, yeah. I, I, I liked it. With the, she with looks the, fun. She looks fun. She looks fun. Yes, definitely. I like the umbrella hat. I used to have one of those when I was a kid. <laughs> you know, in case it rained. <laughs> it would be a yes. hit here in London, trust and believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so et cetera, et cetera. Now, I, after they, the judges were saying what they were saying, I see what they mean about the bottom being a little lackluster. Like there was no care, but I thought she looked pretty. It's not like it's the awful situation. You know, my thoughts on et cetera, et cetera's look was when it was her close up. Oops, sorry, I hit the mic. When it was her close up um, on camera, 
you could get into all the details. But okay. the second it was like far away far shot, away, like a wide the, shot, it just plane. like you couldn't see the details. Everything was just too small. Like that's that, that's shit that would read in your Instagram post. Yeah, but, but not it doesn't on the read all stage. the way on stage, and that's why, yeah. like, when she was kind of like backstage, being like, "How is Kidamine in her ball pit look like well, lo- looking better reads. than me?" Because it reads from far it away. Reads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And all those little tiny details, we don't get the details. Right. You need the drama first, and then we can look into the details. Yeah. It can't just be about the little details. Because yeah. those little drippy diamonds that are like hanging you from her. You can't see that shit. No, I can't no. see it. It's so, pretty up close and for, for photos. But uh, who really like took it from me was Maxie Shield. Bitch. When oh, she bit that corner, baby, baby, she turned them bags completely out. That was couture, her finest. Bitch, she looked so cute. Oh my God, I couldn't believe it. I know. It was such a smart thing to do because it's like everyone was like, ooh, we've sewn with those fucking, those plasticky, canvassy, like drag bags. They're like those giant bags you get in Chinatown. You just put the crap and you just like zip it shut. And usually they end up ripping. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Always. But but she was able to, they have no stretch. None. But listen to her, she does. She strays away from stretch anyway. She prefers non-stretch fabrics, textiles. So uh, uh, this is right up her her alley. She's a she's a she obviously tailors and seamstresses her ass off because she this fit is no joke. And I love how she's like, I don't sew, but I came here and I took sewing lessons. Bitch, they it shows. It but shows. It, and it wasn't just the construction of the outfit. It was literally like the pattern of this bag was this, it like lined up. Tartan yeah. plaid plaid and then she like made it into like that grungy like punk rock yeah. vibe to it so excellent 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 maxi shield amazing yeah. not so amazing karen from oh girl no why mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's okay to be conceptual if everyone gets it or if it was elevated Yep. But this is a this is a, a miss on several levels. Yeah. Uh for me. And it's unfortunate because she's beautiful and talented and obviously creative, but this is and, and it and it appears that she can sew because yeah, the, the outfit was waste. constructed. It just is a yeah. waste of her it's talent. Yeah. But it was that whole thing where she got in her head where she's like, I didn't yeah. do well at Snatch Game. So I have my backup character. Let me just do not my backup character. Cat- Girl, not the this is a different challenge. Give us not, a design. Come out in a gown. This is not the. This is not the category. It's not the brief. Nope. Oh, yeah. So unfortunate. That's unfortunate. It was terrible. But I'm... what I was happy about, mm. Electroshock, baby. Ooh, yes. She took those ties and said, "Let me show y'all some couture with these ties," and turned. Turned to. She looked the best she's looked. The entire season. Yes, I agree. Like, she looked stunning. Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, There was still some styling choices. Of course. You know? (laughs) Of course. But it wouldn't be electroshock if there weren't some questionable moments. But 
No, but did, I, I really did like when she was safe and Scarlett Adams had to like quickly remind her like, yes, your outfit's there, but there's like some styling issues. So yeah, you might have constructed a garment, but we still are questioning your sense of style. Correct. <laughs> she just got that little read in. That did still she... gets it in, yeah. Yeah. What about <laughs> Anita Wiglet's like pages from a book burning and turning into a VCR tape? I, 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 I think that on paper, <laughs> um, it's a, a a cool concept, but like we have seen similar things. Um, I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was horrible, horrible. But I, it, I have to say, I was surprised at the judges' critique of this look because I think like when I saw it in the workroom, I was like, oh, oh god, yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, like, sometimes, sometimes, like, what shows up on stage, as the viewer, we see something that actually looks like a finished garment. Mm -hmm. But, like, in person, you can be like, oh, that looks like actually a hot glue mess. So that's what I'm thinking, is that in person, it looks like a hot glue mess. But as a viewer watching it go down the runway, I thought it looks beautiful. Yeah. I I, I think it's textured and color uh, with the burnt and the black and, yeah. I love the performance with like ripping the pages out. And I think it was a beautiful costume. And I do, I must say when RuPaul said, Anita Wiglet looks like it's like, if she walks a little bit faster, it's going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. But she only lost like a couple pages during her lip sync. So RuPaul. That's not, a, that's obviously not That thing case. was, that thing stayed it together. Was it was, was sturdy. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's <laughs> sturdy. But her mug looked lovely. I loved oh. her makeup and hair. She looked mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Good for her. And then Miss Scarlett Adams, honey. This is just pure perfection. Like, she knew exactly what she was going to do. Uh, she does this. This is, <laughs> she's showcasing mm-hmm. why she is who she is and she stands by it. This is lovely. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. I Clean mean- and pristine. Yes. And it reminds me a little of something I once wore on Drag Race. And I, I love it. It looks fucking fantastic. I love the bike shorts. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the winner is Scarlett, Scarlett Adams. Adams. Yes. Uh, Adams, who is Anita Wiglet, Karen for Finance. Um, and they'd seen that, they do that song, I Begin to Wonder by Danny Minogue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, mm. mm-hmm. What was your thought on this um, lip sync? I said, mm, 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 It was... I, it was... It was weird in a way. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, this was not Karen's genre, clearly. Y- you, know what, you know what it is also? Like, I feel like it was a hindrance to Karen because she was dressed so pedestrian yeah, in this look it took with away. like a plain ponytail a plain like a plain wig she just looked like a straight girl going up during the, you know when the drag queen's like yep, bring up drunk. the straight girls yeah to like then, here let's oh sing God. this song in front of everyone so we can point and laugh at you and yep. i feel like that's what i was watching with karen from finance yeah she, she didn't have a wristband for the meet and greet uh but <laughs> <laughs> But um, I also noticed that, like, her style of performance is uh, very, 
how do we say this? Methodical. It's like, yeah, control, too controlled, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Which I think maybe like if she was in a gown with like a different outfit, like it would read better. But in this outfit, I just felt like she Mm-mm-mm. not the moves either, because I, you know, she she did that little one two little arm little move that you know the girls do, mm-hmm. and she did it like two three times, and it was just in the same place of the chorus, like she had thought about where she was going to. That do was the choreography that, that she was <laughs> going to do. <laughs> and and maybe and maybe if she had backup dancers, it would have a better it like work. effect. Yeah. But like it was like. <laughs> It also just seemed like she was like, I I don't want to say marking it because it looks like she was doing this on purpose, but it really did kind of like not have that energy that exuded like who she is as a performer. It just kind of felt like a little robotic. So how did we get here? We're talking about Karen from Finance not being very good, which means that I felt like Anita Wiglet was. <laughs> I kind of do too. So like, I don't know if I agree with this decision. Is what I'm saying, what it's all boiling out to say. Because, mm-hmm. like, when you, when we were like, as we're dissecting this, I was not ever enthralled with Karen's performance. I looked at Anita the entire time. Yes, 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 yes. Now, I, I was also thinking, like, uh, like in the untucked section, like, Karen was like, oh, just, I just need to make it to next week. I need to make yeah. it to an acting challenge. I need to showcase yeah. how funny I am. And, and I'm just it. like, <laughs> You know what? Kind of. I think I feel like you know, they were kind of like saving her for that. Yeah. But I also didn't think that Anita should have been in the bottom. So there you have that then too. You know, like when as, you, as mm-hmm. much as I believe that Electra Shock did pull herself out of what the judges were saying. Ultimately, like I still found like Electra Shock's outfit weaker in idea and whatever because i've seen gowns made out of of, of ties. ties oh baby i've seen a ball gown ball gowns ball gowns out of, of ties. that well yeah. who was that deranged she had that ball deranged, gown deranged yeah, for EOI. EOI. yeah 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 and that was like that was a lot of fucking ties yeah um so i think that like i i feel like etc cetera, etc cetera was less uh, I thought et cetera, et cetera, should have been in the bottom. Or maybe Electroshock. Uh, Anita Wiglet was not it. Like, I thought Anita Wiglet's outfit was beautiful. I thought that the the colors she used with the burnt and the brown and the mm-hmm. tape and the just the reflection and the, the different textures, I thought that had way more thought and design and, a, like, overall dramatic effect than the others. Yeah. I, I mean, but I mean, if I'm basing it on the weakest look, Karen's the weakest look, and I wasn't into her lip sync. So I'm just saying, I don't think the right person went home. So, yeah. Riga Morris, girl. Riga Morris, honey. Riga Morris. I mean, um, they did bring back the, the, the hello. other front runner oh, so, out of nowhere. This is why. They make up these shit as they go, and it's fine. It's their show, her rules, her show, her rules. So that's fine. Keep who you want, send whoever you don't want home. But from a viewer, from the outside looking in, I'm just like, well, girl, I don't know if you made the right call on this one because I did not get into Miss Thing's performance as much as I was watching Anita turn it. So Yes. Just me, just me my well, opinion. Don't mean that. 
it is time to see where we stand in our official The Chop Drag Race Fantasy League Last Queen Standing. Now, you know, you know, I had, you know, we had both five queens each at the start of the season. And whoever has the winning queen at their uh at the drag queen draft will win the last queen standing. Now, if I win, Manila is gonna be paying for a pit crew member uh to come to the you know, to me, house. Oh, uh, now, now it's changed to a pit crew member now. Well, uh, somebody I had, I had said to, I had to fly one of the pit crew from Australia to well, come in and give you a massage. Or, okay, uh, all right. Well, if, if, I, or if one of well, if one of my queens wins, then Latrice is going to fly in one of the, the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under to come clean my house. Okay, well, that's what she's gonna do. <laughs> she's gonna come and clean your house. <laughs> 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 It's going to be Karen from housekeeping. (laughs) (laughs) Not Karen from housekeeping. (laughs) It's Swayla. Me and my lemon pledge. Um, (laughs) Now, Manila, get ready for the surprise because since Art Simone is now back, I am now up to four queens and I got some bad news for you. Oh, shit. Wiglet, well, home, you now have Three queens left standing while I have four. How the tides have changed. Bitch, 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 bitch. I know, I felt like you because I had both of my queens. I had Karen from Finance and Anita Wiglet in the bottom. And I was like, oh, well, I'm going home. I was like praying for a double save. I was praying for a double save. No, that would have been last week when they had a good lip sync. <laughs> oh. Oh, did she just say that? She just did forever <sighs> on the Chop Podcast. Who's going to check me, boo? Who's going to check me? Now, each week, Latrice and I will stick our hands into a big, sexy kangaroo pouch and pull out three pouch cards. And each card contains some of the most common things that happen on Drag Race. Things like wearing green on the runway or RuPaul saying, bring back my goggles in a weird way. Right. Now, on Tuesday, we chose our three pouch cards, and Joseph, our producer, will tell us how we did. Joseph? Oh, oh, hi there. Hey there, Joseph. Oh, okay. Well, this was a pretty bad week for all of you guys. <laughs> Latrice, there were no feathers on the main stage runway. You get no points. Oh, well, see, that's what happens. Nobody said fish, because once again, we said that that was canceled, so no points. See? There you go. Rue did make a sexually suggestive pun, so you do get a point for that. Okay, we love that. Mm-hmm. Manila. Okay, what happened? Elle did not roll her eyes. I know what's oh. wrong with her. Is she okay? Is she? A, is she? <laughs> is she like a? Uh, a queen did not call and contest in a bitch, so no points. I know, and they were getting into some heated arguments, but mm-hmm. no one called each other a bitch. I am so mad, bitch. Rue wore a blonde wig, so you do not get a point for that. So we are with Latrice with five points, Manila with six. Oh, God. I am I'm letting... catching up. You are catching up. You are catching Okay. All right. All right. All right. Now. Okay. Okay. I can't, even, I can't even stand it. All right. I have to take a break. Okay. So I'm going to take a break. And when we get back, we will forget that I am closely, closely, like, on, hot on my tail. And so then... <sighs> When we come back, let's talk to Anita Wiglet, the the latest loser from RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. 
<laughs> Stay tuned because we are about to have an infectious smile. Like, I mean, can you hear her infectious? I can smile? hear her smile from here. I can yeah. hear her smiling from here. All right, we'll be right back. Now we are back, and we have a very special guest for you. Straight off the drag race down under, it's Anita Wiglet. Oh, oh my God, thank you for being here. We are so, well, happy to see your face, but really not happy to see your face on this occasion. But um, we're glad to have you. Yay. Oh, I know. What what a shame. Somebody had to go home. And uh, uh, if they made the wrong decision, then, well, <laughs> at least I get to talk to you both today, which is such a great consolation prize. Yes. Well, and uh, yeah. maybe maybe there's like a, a box full of junk that you're going to jump out of, like Shangela <laughs> or <laughs> Art Simone. <laughs> I hope so. Well, if there was a box of sausages, I'd be in my element. So hopefully there'll be a sausage challenge coming up soon. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> But how are you doing after all of this? Oh, I'm so good. I just want to apologize in advance. Um, I had a, a, a day of about 12 hours of interviews yesterday, so I've lost my voice. So Bless if I sound heart. masculine, I hope I sound mm, masculine. That's my. why. Yes, but, uh, so much. It's that, it's that, it's that uh, sailor, uh, sailor in the Navy voice, maybe? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've definitely been smoking on fags with this voice, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I'm I'm good. It was um, it was so strange. I think um, I think uh, being eliminated. It's one of those things that, uh, well, I suppose on the show, it's not necessarily winning as fun as that would be. But um, but what you do on your time, and I was so proud of what I was able to achieve. And um, I, I wish I won because thirty thousand dollars would go a long way to a nose job. But um, <laughs> who knows what the future holds. Baby, hey. you're going to get that, no problem. Yeah, <laughs> until, until then, just master the art of contouring, darling. Yeah, I will. <laughs> oh, I need to try, don't I? <laughs> it's going to happen for you. Trust and believe. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, well, uh, you and Kitamine were shown to be kind of like frenemies on the show. And I, I think you, you hosted House of Drag together. It's like a really a reality competition show for her. And so That's how was right. that? How was that? Uh, how was that experience on that and working with Kita? For sure. So um, Kita, she's my best friend, and we own now some businesses together. You're right. We hosted the TV show House of Drag, and she was actually the best man at my wedding as well. Uh, oh, which was, really? Uh, a terrible mistake because she always tries to steal the show. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> on your own wedding? Oh shit! I know. I know. I'm surprised she wasn't at the honeymoon with us as well. <laughs> 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 but um, but you know it was it was part amazing seeing her in the workroom because obviously she's my best friend and I want the best for her and and it was incredible to see her there and know that she had her opportunity to shine but then at the same time I was thinking oh no here we go we're surely going to be put we're surely going to have to lip sync against each other for at some point so there's going to be all this like potential drama that comes from it but um it was great and and now that she's still in the competition fingers crossed she'll win yes right like at the, after a certain point you're just kind of like i'm actually surprised because in the beginning i was like "Ooh, this is going to be some drama but it really ended up not really being that dramatic i mean i feel like 
you guys have worked together for such a long time that it kind of just shows that you guys are professional when it comes to like doing your work and letting your work speak for itself. You but know? sure, I, I think so. We because um because uh, we posted together at comedy shows for gosh uh, probably five years or so. So we've kind of learned how to work with each other and let each other shine individually. So it was it was just kind of that on a much bigger platform. That's what's up. Now, did you know any of the other girls when you were walking into the workroom? I did. I, I kind of knew all of them by Coco and Maxi. So it was, oh, wow. um, yeah, it was so family cool. reunion. <laughs> it was a family reunion. Um, <laughs> uh, with great. Uh, they, they were just such an amazing cast and it was such a, a joy to be part of uh, such great people representing Australasia. Amazing. So like, okay, now be honest. Like who was, like when you were looking around your cast of, of Queens, who was your personal top competition that you were always like i gotta i gotta make sure that i like step my pussy up so i can at least beat this bitch oh well i think it would be two art simone and karen from finance ah. got, yeah they've got such big names behind them and and they're great drag performers and drag queens and um and then when i saw them i thought oh, okay this is these are gonna be the ones to beat and then Art went home and i was so happy <laughs> <laughs> and then Art came back and you were not so I happy know. not so happy <laughs> <laughs> so now you were born in the uk now how long have you been in um new zealand that's right i was born in uh in Yeovil in somerset and i lived in uh, a place called nantwich in cheshire for 10 years so we moved to new zealand in 1999 uh which don't do the math of my age it's not worth it and, um, <laughs> and i also lived i've also lived in canada in vancouver for two years since i moved to new zealand for what, 15 years, went to Canada for a couple of years, and now I'm back in New Zealand. Okay. Oh, so she's traveled the world. The world. Yes. International. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so when you decide, like, how did you decide that you wanted to audition for Drag Race UK? Like, were you just like, I got to do this? Well, I was actually... Um, Super lucky in that with so you touched on the House of Drag, which Kita and I hosted, which is sort of for those who don't know, which is probably most of the world, a um, a cheap knockoff version of Drag Race, but with a, a New Zealand twist, so that all the contestants live in a house together, and it's all sort of very camp and silly. Um, oh, it sounds like a nightmare. So, <laughs> it does. Oh, you should have seen the carpet after filming. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I didn't get the deposit back on that. Oh. God. oh. And I thought my house was bad. Oh, um, so it was. So on that show, we did that with Warner Brothers New Zealand, and one of the producers from Warner Brothers, a great person named Amanda, uh, she was our producer for the show, and she was also the producer for Drag Race. So oh, when amazing! It, I know, which is a great connection Full to have. Yeah. Full circle. So she, um, as soon as she found out that uh, we were, she was able to audition people. She contacted Akita and I and said, "Look, Drag Race is Akita and I. We were in Wellington, which is um." like an hour flight from Auckland. We were doing a gig there and we're having this little Skype call and she's saying, um, oh, of course, Latrice, you were in Wellington a few years ago. Yes, I think. Yeah, yes, that's so yes. cool. Um, it's, it's known for being a windy city, which is why the blowjobs are exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she had a little FaceTime with us and told us about the audition process, uh, about how she was going to be auditioning. And of course we were like, woohoo, we want to do it so bad. And then it was pretty easy. I was expecting a, a video like the Americans have to do, like a fully produced 
Um, oh, so she, not for season feature one. Film. <laughs> yeah. She she was mm, she was asked to do it. Yes, I, I love that. Honey. That's lovely, honey. I love Which that. So nice. But I still had to do a little Skype interview and um and luckily I managed to get through. Yeah. Now I want to know, like, did you know that Keto was gonna be on the show? Well, I had an inkling because we we worked together and um, I suddenly had this uh, request through for like eight weeks of annual leave. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> funny. That's funny. I was going to put in my eight weeks of annual oh, leave. No. <laughs> So I, try, I tried to decline it for her, but it didn't work, unfortunately. Ah, uh, no. you were trying to separate like, I'm sorry, decline. You're not approved for this vacation time. Sorry about it. I'm going to be the only one from House of Drag on the show. Sorry about it, girl. Absolutely. That is so funny. <laughs> now, I had so many reactions when I first, you know, got my first view of the workroom uh, and, the, and the main stage. Like it seemed really, really tiny to me. How big was it? Like, was this it a was, small? It was very small. So it, we filmed in a little studio in Grey Lynn, which is a a, a strange. That's actually where I live in Auckland, which is a really small suburban town. Uh, and and it's a, in the middle of in the middle of suburbia. These two tiny warehouses, and and so we walked in, and it was definitely small. I, I don't know if it made it into the edit, but. Uh, Rue said uh, it was Hobbit-sized, <laughs> which wow. is perfect for New Zealand. It, it, it did look small. It did look small for yeah. sure. <laughs> but you know, sometimes small things can be wonderful. Yeah. Oh well. Hey, that's it's true. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, ra- rarely, but sometimes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's nice to be like in a, a tight place sometimes, right? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. You really feel the claustrophobia coming on. Yes. Okay, so so there's kind of like a controversy that I was reading over RuPaul, if if RuPaul was actually even in New yes. Zealand, because on that first episode, like, it kind of looked like she was green screened in or for a moment. So, like, yes. there's literally rumors that, like, RuPaul did the whole thing via Skype or, like, they, like, <laughs> CGI'd her into the workroom. Is this true? Can you Can you tell us if RuPaul was actually there? Well, I can confirm that RuPaul was absolutely there on a green screen. <laughs> so she was, she was, I didn't get to touch her, though, but that's probably for the best because she would have definitely got something from me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Let, me, let us talk about your... Snatch game, Anita. Anita, congratulations on your win. Um, It crossed so many lines. Mm -hmm. It made us laugh so many times. Yeah, for For all the wrong reasons, for all the right reasons, (laughs) all the Um, right wrong reasons, all the right wrong reasons. It made us laugh. Yeah, I heard that some of the some of the parts had to be cut for the BBC version when it airs in in England, just because out of respect for the Queen. That is right. I, I'm honestly so surprised I haven't been murdered by the royal family yet. So that's lucky. Yo, yeah, yeah, I know they're coming for you. Like they came for fucking Harry. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna have to be careful every time I take the car out for a drive. That's for sure. Oh my but, gosh, you're gonna be killed sure. by Diana. Oh, no. don't be going into any tunnels, Anita. <laughs> honestly, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have. 
to change my drag name to die in a car crash at this point. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> so how did, you, how did you come up with your Queen Elizabeth II character? And like, what, what's the reaction been like? Yeah, so, well, Snatch Game, we all, everybody knows that Snatch Game's coming up. And I think everybody sort of panics about it wildly at the same time. And, and for me to choose a celebrity was, um, I really wanted to choose somebody that a lot of people would know and, and, and that uh, somebody who would have a lot of references that people would understand because I thought there would be sort of lots of material to use. Um, and then I came up with the queen and I thought, oh, perfect. She's old. She's got so many and old people can be funny. And just so old many people things. are hilarious. <laughs> they are hilarious, aren't they? Uh, being one myself. <laughs> Especially if they're and, crass. Yeah, old oh, crass uh, people are the best. <laughs> just they can get away with things, can't they? They can. They can. It's so good. So I, I thought I thought the queen would be would be perfect. And actually, the reaction I was a bit worried about the reaction because uh, some of the jokes were definitely uh, quite on on the line or uh-huh. well over the line. But luckily, people seem to really uh, have really enjoyed it, and 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 so far, Touchwood, no no real negative <laughs> comments. I don't think. Yes, no, honey, I brilliant. I said, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Anita, I said that your your Snatch Game was right up there with the likes of Jinx Monsoon, Ben de la Creme. Like, yours, I I think, Anita, your Snatch Game was so good that all the other queens thought that they're that this Snatch Game was the best Snatch Game in yeah. all of Drag Race history. Yeah. Because of you. So because of you. Only thing that, you were the only thing that was really oh. <laughs> So soon I mean, honestly, it was definitely worth giving up my chances of a knighthood for, that's for sure. <laughs> Dame Anita Wiglet. <laughs> I, yeah, I might have lost my knighthood, but hopefully on tour I'll get several manhoods. So I mean, consolation uh, prizes. See, that's what's great. Now you're always <laughs> you're always smiling and showing you off your great personality, both in your confessionals and on your time on the show. Anita, what makes you so happy? Like we want to know. <laughs> we want some of this b- jubilance that you have. Like. Um, like, people ask me this all the time and, and often people just assume I'm on drugs because I'm always on like but with, honestly with, with the size of my nose imagine if I tried to do a line of cocaine I'd snort the table up at the same time so, so uh, I think <laughs> I think um, in life I think everybody has negatives and positives that happen and I think for me that the turning point was when I was about 10 years old or so 9 and that's the reason we moved to New Zealand because my, my parents separated and my mum wanted a fresh start. And, and so we went through a lot of, I guess, what you'd say, what we'd say now is our childhood trauma and with the separation of my family, moving countries. And, and it was interesting because I've got an older brother and he dealt with it very sort of, um, he became very wary of everything, quite negative, quite um, mm. afraid of things. Where mm-hmm. And for me, I, I sort of, I ended up thinking of the sort of the positive side of things and trying to make things work and, and sort of, uh, I guess, glossing over the negatives potentially mm-hmm. uh rightly or wrongly and so i guess it's just kind of set me up in life to always uh, to always sort of be happy and and to think of the positives i love that i'm i'm a positive oh. person too and i it's just uh it's a waste of energy to you know dwell on negativity it, is, it just drains you and it's not healthy yes. so yeah i i, I think uh I, we get great joy from just watching you smile and just be you oh. and your jovial happy <laughs> self it's just it's, it's infectious it's, just like, it's infectious you can't help but smile when you are look when you're talking to you i'm looking at you and like, okay i will just oh, cheese too you. yeah <laughs> and, you, 
and you could you could you could see it on Rue's face too. Like whenever yeah. like she would talk to you, like you could see like that twinkle and, and like it's infectious, Anita. Like you really do project that energy out into the world, and we receive like we receive it so well, and it's infectious. We love it. Oh, thank you so. I've always been fond of people receiving things very well. Whoa! <laughs> okay. All right. I'm a day behind, bitch. So. <laughs> <laughs> your future is bright, Milo. The future oh is my bright. god, as bright as your smile, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so now, your book and tape dress was actually pretty good. We were just discussing how, like, we actually loved it um yeah they loved it yeah we actually did i I don't know what they were seeing there but from our perspective (laughs) we saw a lovely garment so um do you feel like you should have been in a bottom based on it did you love it as well it's so hard so me i was very 50 50 part of me really loved it part of me didn't like it at all and i think that um compared to the other outfits in this in on the um episode it was very i think it was definitely it wasn't in the top for sure it might have been safe but i think placing it in the bottom was probably accurate but it it was hard the only the only critiques i got for it were um the judges had seen those materials used before but yet at the same time we'd seen maxi using those bags and they've been used by davida de campo and kita using balls art simone doing Um, the french revolution the reason the reason why they've seen it before is because they've supplied the, the same shit. The same yes. shit every single time. <laughs> I know. And the reason why we see it all the time is because they don't want to spend the money on buying nice, expensive materials to give to the queens to make some stuff. They're like, here, make something out of this junk because we really only wanted to spend $100 on all the supplies. Correct. We have no fabric. I, I don't know if you said there was yeah, no fabric. No fabric wall. Well. Yeah. I know. So we just had lit. I had a tablecloth and a nighty that I uh, sewed together and then stuck all of the stuff on to try and make some sort of form. Well, well, I said earlier in the <laughs> podcast that RuPaul was like, it looks like it's going to fall off of her. It's going to fall apart if she walks faster. But Anita, let me just tell you, I think you lost one or two pages only when you did that <laughs> lip sync. And yeah. you were like, you were doing you it. Were go- you were doing uh, it. You were like really lip syncing. So that garment stayed together, RuPaul. All right. It did. It oh, stayed together. together. It was a couple of pieces were falling apart, but my, apparently my career was falling apart as well. Hello. <laughs> you, it kept, was, you kept it together, girl. You kept it, it together. Oh, so poetic. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, the, lip sync, the lip sync is so scary having to do it. That was so such scary. a fine. Oh, yeah, I, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> Well, well, you know what? Good news. You don't have to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. But, but uh, it, it, uh, what about All Stars? You did, you did actually. You did, you did live a cliffhanger there for the, us all. We, I, yes. Right? Which oh, was great. Thank you so much. Well, I'd heard uh, before we went onto the season, all the rumors were flying about international All Stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I put just it up there. Of, yeah, just wanted to ma- yeah. putting the man in manifest. Yes. That's how you do it. Your little Marvel Universe post-credit scene I, where you just like show up and be like, just yes. uh, look out for me on All-Stars. I love that. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Hopefully, hopefully I, it's I not the end. I would love oh, to see you. I would love to see you. Thank you so much. All right. Um, what, what was your 
least and your most favorite outfit that you got to wear on the oh, show? Oh, my least uh, least favorite would probably have to be the one I got eliminated in. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. No tea, no tea. <laughs> and then my favorite. Oh, this one's a, a tie because I love the um, the ocean look I did. The, the, the sickening, the siren. Yes. It was so beautiful. Uh, I've actually got it. Um, I've got it here. If you want, oh, wow. If it's on the podcast, but you can see that it's got something like 5,000 stones on it or something ridiculous. Um, and then... The other one I loved was uh, was my sexy sheep. Oh yes, oh, yeah, you were cute. little yeah, sexy sheep yeah, was really cute. cute. I like that. You, you just cute. look like you want to like cuddle up on you. <laughs> In New Zealand, I think I should make it my new uh, my new Tinder profile because with all the New Zealand farmers, I think it would go off a tree. Oh yes, farmersonly.com. Yes, bitch. <laughs> I love, ready to be milked. Have you ever tried cheap cheese? <laughs> um, I'm cheap. <laughs> I'll try anything once. Oh, yes, she will. She's very that girl. She's not lying. <laughs> Sounds like a story going on here that I'd love to find out. Maybe yeah. off air. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, we talk, didn't we talk about your tank earlier? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, that was a different episode. But yeah, we were. All right. <laughs> what about your uh, your favorite and least favorite challenge? Oh, okay. Uh, favorite challenge would have to be uh, the ones that I got to do at least were... Um, I really enjoyed doing Snatch Game because it was just yeah, uh, it was yeah. just so fun. But Snatch Game was crazy. I, I'm not sure what your experiences were like, but ours was filmed in about 45 minutes. It was so fast. That's fast. What? Really fast. What? It was I'm crazy. jealous. Usually it's like two Bitch, hours. Like two for us. hours, two and a half hours. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Wow. I think wow. they're wow. I think wow. listen- I think the producers are listening and, and realizing that like the longer you have t- these queens the up there, gonna get. trying <laughs> yeah. to hold these hold these like alternate alternative characters, it's like the worst it's gonna get. Oh, it's so maybe that's had- why y'all thought it was so damn good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Out. <laughs> we didn't you get were- to experience it for too long. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Well, Rue can take no more. <laughs> Yeah, probably. She doesn't want to hear the same old jokes again. <laughs> like, it was it was part and suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. money back for the meet and greet. I'm Canceled done. I'm the out of show. here. Absolutely. So, what what about your least that, favorite challenge, though? Least favorite. Um, oh, but when I went into the competition, I knew that my least favorite ones would be at costume making. Nailed it. Oh, and, nailed um, it. <laughs> 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 a dancing challenge because I'm not the world's best dancer as can be seen in the lip sync but um but you know the dancing challenge actually worked out really well and um, luckily it was a dance combined with a, a verse writing so I was able to be in the top that week so that was a really cool achievement yes yeah. your girl group challenge yeah. the outback fake hose was <laughs> sickening you guys did you. amazing yes remember your uh, your lyric Open up my thighs, you might see a dick. (laughs) (laughs) But very true. (laughs) Legendary right there. That's what lyrics are made of right there. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, I should probably say, now available on iTunes. (laughs) That part. That part. Okay, and then one one last question, Anita. Yes. How is your dry ass pussy? (laughs) 
Oh, gosh. I would like to say I've never had any complaints, but that would be a lie. It's, honestly, it, it, it's kind of like more granola mixed with dust at the moment. Damn. Oh, okay. Granola, that's rough. Shut up. <laughs> I feel like if I feel like if I was to do a queef, there would be something that would shoot out like a powder puff. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my gosh! Well, Anita, you had amazing looks on the runway. We really loved your time. You brought so much light and and brightness to the competition, and we're gonna really miss you. Um, oh, for real. Thank you. Yeah, for real. For real. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, we are back with Anita Wiggler. So let's get into our tops and our chops. Yeah. Anita- each week, we highlight our tops and our chops of Drag Race Down Under, so it's our our favorite and our least favorite moments of this episode. Um, oh, I episode love this four mm-hmm. of Drag Race Down Under. Um, plus, Yay. we get to get your tops and chops of the <gasps> oh, season. Oh, fun! So, Anita, um, uh, we're going to do our tops and our chops of you on the first season of Drag Race Down Under. Yay! Latrice, what's your top uh, Anita Wiglet moment? Oh, obviously the the Smash game hurt the queen. (laughs) That's top. I mean, tops all day. Tops, 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 tops. So good. So yeah. impressive. Thank uh, you. Amazing. Anita, my my top moment of you, um, and it was one of my top moments from a previous uh, week. It was that moment where you like had, you know, like getting ready in the workroom, you get those like personal moments. It was when yeah. you were talking about your dad and Aww. how much you, mm-hmm. you, and how much you still love him, no matter if he isn't quite on the same level as you when it comes to your coming Aww. out and you doing drag and stuff like that. I just... I just was like so warmed by that. And like, as I know, like a, a lot of people when they're coming out, they kind of have this like resistance to anyone that doesn't want to accept them right away. And, and you show that you can just love people for who they are. Um, even if they don't accept you. And that was beautiful. And thank you so much for sharing that with the world, Anita. Oh, thank my you top. so much. Oh, yes. what a sweet top. What a sweet top! Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what's what are, what's your top What's your top moment from being on the show? Oh, well, I, I feel I've got to be different from you both to keep it interesting. So I'm going to say um, my top would be uh, coming top in a dance challenge, which is something I always struggled with, <laughs> and, uh, and, that, and that coincides with Michelle Visage after my verse calling me absolutely stupid. <laughs> oh yes, which is the highest. Highest, highest comment, praise. highest praise yes. you can get yes. on the show. Yes. I love it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Latrice, what about our, our chops? What do we what do we want to chop from? I'm thinking I'm really chopping as I have been talking and discussing and revisiting the episode and the lip sync. I'm chopping your elimination. I'm not sure that you should have went home. I don't think that was the right choice. I had been, uh, we had been discussing the previously before you came on and it was just like, as I'm talking, I, I don't think that they made the right decision. And so I'm I'm chopping your elimination because I feel like you should still be in the competition. I I think it was 
Oh, and, thank and you. Just. So <laughs> yeah, we want we want um, justice for um, Anita. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, Anita, my my chop is not as, as sweet as Latrice is going to be. <laughs> Brace yourself, girl. My chop for you, Anita, is that tiny ass snake you tried to pull off as a boa constrictor. Oh my god! Okay, I'm looking at this now. Okay, that part. That is a chop, girl. Yes, girl, that, you made what is this that, garden that, snake. That little garden oh, snake. <laughs> Oh, I'm actually, I'm actually getting into the details. She's she's actually sequined. Okay, sequined, like reversible. So, so you had, <laughs> so you had that snake made. I, I did. Okay. All right. All right. So now I'm even like more disappointed, girl. I'm although hey you hey it's not about the size. Yeah, it's it about is. how you use. It. <laughs> <laughs> Anita, we're gonna get you a bigger snake. Okay. <laughs> That was so. I think that was my uh, easily my, my weakest look. It was. Um, I think it could have been much more realized, but that was part of the fun of being on the show. I think and and seeing it and thinking, oh yeah, that that needed to be different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the idea was there. It just needed like a little bit of extra love and tenderness. <laughs> what about and size? And a little bit, a few more inches, a few. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be a size queen. But I, we like the queen think, size. I don't think I could I don't think I could take a snake of that size. <laughs> especially especially while we're secret. It's rough around the edges. Yeah, the, the secret I mean, is the secret is lube and poppers. Damn. <laughs> Honestly, I tried to sequin snake on tour once, but with Keto, I just kind of decided I wasn't into bestiality. Oh! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> the reads. All right, so Anita, what is your chop of your experience on the show? Oh, well, I would definitely be sent home, I would have to say, because I, I, I was rooting for myself. <laughs> we were all um, rooting for you. And now I'm just rooted, which is unfortunate. But, you got rooted, baby. That was a root. I See, you should have done Yeah, totally um, did get rooted. You know, uh, the other, the other chop, I suppose, would have to be probably seeing how big my nose is on TV because that was an, that was that definitely needs to be chopped. <laughs> damn, damn. So we're gonna um, start a, a campaign, GoFundMe. We're gonna do the fun, like yeah, so we can get you a new nose. Honey. We can get you so- a smaller nose uh, and a bigger snake. Okay. <laughs> I would die for that. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Well, Anita, thank you so much for coming on to the chop with us. We uh we really loved you. Your smile is infectious, and we're both kind of pissed that you're not on the show anymore. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're just a light. A, a light. And thank everyone out there that is listening to the chop. We have new shows every Tuesday and Thursday. Yes, and make sure you subscribe to our show. You can rate and review us on your podcast apps. And you can send us the email. We might just read it on the show next week. Just email Latrice at Manila at gmail.com. And you can follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. And Anita, where can our listeners follow you on your social medias? Uh, you can find me at Anita Wiglet and on Instagram and Twitter. Wow. <laughs> and we'll see you next week to find out who gets the top. Oh.
forever. Dog. To listen to the Chop ad free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at Forever Dog Podcast. Plus. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Big Dipper, Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale. 